is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Matters. Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Show. Hope you are very well this morning. Uh, my guest today is Tez Ilias. Hello, good morning, Jason. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. Always lovely to see you. Mate, lovely to see you as well. Although uh, you dragged me in on a Sunday at 8 a.m. I know. And it is well, that's where the show is. About six hours earlier than I'd normally try yeah. to get up on a Sunday. I know, it's early. But, you know, we just got to crack on, haven't we? We've got to deal with it. Some people are up doing, like, proper jobs. I was, t- I was saying to you, your producer friend, Joe, I don't understand who's up at this time on a Sunday apart from priests and vicars. Yeah, priests and vicars. Um, I often, I often when I used to do breakfast, breakfast, like proper early, mm. it, was, it was sort of like milkman going out. On a, not on a Sunday. Like, not on a Sunday. This was when I used to do like breakfast show in the week. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I used to say it was like sort of, it was clubbers coming home, you know, people going out. Mm. It was like a mix of people. But Sunday's a very special day because on... On a midweek breakfast show, one of the rules is, and you'll and you'll notice this across all the networks, if you're listening to a, a breakfast show, they never complain about how early it is. It's like one of the one of the unwritten rules of breakfast: do not complain <laughs> about earl, how early it <laughs> is just on the radio. No, no, no. But this is what's interesting: in the week that is. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? So it's like don't ever complain because there's people, like you said, doing proper jobs in the week, and they don't want to hear some DJ in a studio, yeah, a nice warm yeah. studio in London or whatever, saying how early it is, because they finish at 10, and these people are on the way to work. But on a Sunday, I think it's a different set of rules. I think I'd let the Queen moan about being up early mm. on a Sunday morning. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Moan away. Cool. I, I feel the, exactly the same. But interestingly, the good thing about the listeners on this show is they will tell you what they're up to this morning. And honestly, over the next, we'll do it over the next 20 minutes, right? What are you doing this morning? 8, 12, 15 on the text. What has dragged you out of your pit this morning? Because what I love about it is the eclectic mix of things that people are up to. It's not just Vickers. It's not just Vickers. There's all sorts of people doing stuff this morning. Mainly kid-based, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids drag get, you up and about and they've got a lot of social the, stuff going get on. Get them to the football and the karate. Yeah, that all, sort of thing. exactly, all yeah. that sort of stuff. Uh, but you'd be, you'd be surprised. We've had all sorts of lunatics up at this time of the morning. Jason! Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Kate Bush on Absolute Radio. Yes, a song that I recognise um, really well. I was just saying, but I didn't know how much <laughs> I love You've never heard that song before in your life, ever. You've never heard Bubushka by Kate Bush. I love that. Sometimes these big songs pass you by, you know. And also, Did... it's before your time, you know, you're a young man. Uh, well, I'm not, I'm, I'm sitting here. <laughs> and, and I'm a young man, so what are you trying to say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, I, I don't think in my house, I don't think my mum was listening to Kate Bush Babushka stuff. It was, was mainly, it mainly the the Bollywood and Punjabi hits that yes, my mum was hard into. trance, wasn't it? Yeah. She was so a punky mum, wasn't she? She was, she was a Punjabi Sex punk. pistols punk, and... Punjabi she was. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of music are you into usually? Uh, me, I'm probably into a lot of like hip-hop, yeah. grime, R&B, that sort of thing. But I do, yeah. I do like everything that's good that I've heard yeah. so you know everything from Oasis to Arctic Monkeys and then to Dr. Dre and yeah. Stormzy yeah. and everything in between well it's, we're not dissimilar yeah okay good not dissimilar well there's no grime or R&B or uh, hip hop or anything like that on this uh, station really but um, but you know it's, that's, it's, that's a, it's right. a nice mix we'll, we'll, we'll see what's next there's music to wake me up to that's, that's yeah. for sure we've got Baby Bird You're Gorgeous coming up very shortly which is uh, well it's not one of my favourites but uh, it's on the radio it's a it's, <laughs> It's a, it's, a, it's a song. I know it's not a good example though of what we. I mean, I'm sure there's some big fans out there, but uh, you know that's that's the way it works. Uh, Eight twelve fifteen on the text this morning. Uh, if you're up and about, I want to know why. 
Uh, Tez wants to know why people are up at this I, hour on I'm a Sunday morning. So curious. Uh, Sam's up, prison officer. Off to work. Alrighty then. Can't have a Sunday off if you're a prison officer, can you? No. They're still in prison. <laughs> I would like the idea of just going, well, guys, as you know, it's Sunday, so... Off you do, pop. Do, do what you do. Off you go. I'll see you Monday. You yeah. can't, what can you do? People are still <laughs> locked up on a Sunday. Yeah, they need, the, they, need, they need the supervision, don't they? They do, really, yeah, famously. They do. Uh, milking my cows at 6am. That's oh, what someone's doing. Andrew oh, in West Coast. Cows don't get a morning off. Again, well, cows are, are, are like prisoners, essentially. Yeah, not, <laughs> I've seen the documentaries, they are. <laughs> they're, not getting, they're not getting a Sunday off either. Um, who else is up? Far, there's a lot of farmers, I must say. There's a, a fair few coming oh, in. Fair. Uh, farmers are up still. I'm currently mucking out my pig shed. That's not, doesn't sound fun, does, does it, it? Does it say shed? It does say shed. Okay. Uh, Justin's, I'm up on my way into Euston to implement pavement closure on my construction site to allow scaffolding to be erected over the next week. He sounds like a laugh. <laughs> That's a lot of information. <sighs> on a Sunday as well. Sunday. Sounds like a Monday morning job, that. Yes, they've, they've got to be ready for Monday morning right. so it can ruin people's route to work. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because why, why, would why wouldn't you do on a Sunday? You know what I mean? So at yeah. least Sunday can be pre prepared. He can get that job done, closing the pavement and the road off. So on Monday, everyone's day is ruined. Yes. That's what that's what he's doing. Nice. <laughs> Good on you, fella. Scott in Glasgow, been working since sex... Uh, sexy? Crikey. That was a fraudulent slip. Yeah. Uh, working since six, even. Helping broken down cars on the road. I work for the AA. There you go. You see yeah. people still breaking down on the Sunday. And who are those people breaking down on the road at 6 a.m.? That's what I want to know. Yeah, what are they doing? What are they doing? To muck out the sheds. Uh, and Matt is at Walsall Fire Station. Just finished a 14-hour shift. Now off to take his son to football. So there you go. Fire Brigade as well. They're up and about, aren't they? Playing pool and what, that. And his son's not thinking, I'll let my dad sleep. No. Just give over. Drag, drag dad to football. Absolutely not. Selfish, uh, selfish kid. And, and look... <laughs> Kids are selfish, famously. Uh, hi, Jason and the crew. Uh, I love that. I'm part of the crew. We're very much not a crew. Uh, <laughs> but there's three of us here. Uh, Village Panto dress rehearsals today. It's, where are we? We're February. Yeah, I mean, that's 2nd of February. It's very early, that, isn't it? How much? Or late. I don't know. I don't know. This yeah. is a bit, maybe they just started. Thought, do you know what? Let's not, let's not do our panto at Christmas this year. Yeah, let's do it. Valentine's? <laughs> yeah. Valentine's. Well, uh, why not? Um, I need to trim my fake beard so I don't cough up all uh, beard ball mid-song. Great fun. Opening night Friday. Tina in uh, Twyford in Buckinghamshire. There you go. So that yeah. 8, 12, 15 on the text this morning. What has dragged you out of bed? Uh, P.S. It's Ali Baba and the 40 Thieves, she said. Uh, we have a flying carpet. Be, be curious. <laughs> got a flying carpet and a nearly full-size camel. Ca uh, camel. That's what they've got going on this morning. I can't even talk this morning. What's wrong with me? A full-size camel, mate. Where have they got the camel from? I mean, I'm hoping it's a pretend one. Okay. I don't, <laughs> I don't right. think a village panto's gone. Do you know what this year? <laughs> Let's blow the budget, But that's guys. why maybe they do the rehearsals. Yeah, well, I don't know if you can rehearse <laughs> an actual camel. They're famously not... Uh, they're not pliable, are they? Yeah, you know they're very mean? spitty. Yes. Ted's Ilias is my guest this morning. Hi, mate. How you doing? Where have you come from this morning? Blackburn. I was at home. Which Blackburn. Is nice. Yeah. Bit of a dream. Mm. A bit of Blackburn. I always have good gigs there. You know what? It's really, really good gigs there. Uh, every time I'm there, I'm really excited because I'm like, people just like, like having a laugh. Yeah, there's a good... Also, something weird always happens. I have a couple of towns where something odd always happens. There in Middlesbrough, for some reason... I was at Middlesbrough with you last yes. year, weren't I? Something odd always sort of happens. Blackburn, I've had... Um, 
somebody once threw a nappy on stage, clean. Okay. Um, I think they thought it was funny, like because I think I think I just had my daughter or something, and I thought they thought, oh, this will be funny, I guess. I don't know. So weird, though. Ah, it was weird. Because someone's packed that and thought, I'm going to take that and throw yeah, it. and like the decisions they had to make throughout the day oh. before that actually happened. Even sat there going, now oh, wait a minute. This doesn't seem the right time to throw a nappy. <laughs> <laughs> like, it does weird. Uh, unless it was a review, I don't know. Uh, but uh, that happened. And another time, I think I made it, it, made it into my last uh, live show, actually, my, my last recorded show, which was there'd been um, a robbery at the up the road. Um, at the there's like a jeweler's mm. in a robbery just before the show, and uh, and at one point the police sort of were checking the audience of the gig like as if they'd robbed like they go right this is the plan guys we're going to rob the jewelers and then we're just going to assimilate into the audience of the Jason Mamet. I mean, how gig. expensive are your tickets? <laughs> I know, it seems <laughs> seems so, doesn't it? But just like it, just the idea that they were like, and then there'll be a crowd of whatever you know, fifteen hundred people, hilarious. and we'll just join them and sit and watch the gig all night. Just loads of jewels in their pockets. That's so funny. The idea of it. So, but, at what point did it come in? Um, it, right at the beginning, like oh, right at the beginning, and, and the, it was all cordoned off, like the the road was cordoned off when I when I arrived. Yeah, you know? right, right. And uh, yeah, it was just really weird. And I, the the reason it made my um, show eventually made my show, I was talking about it, was because there was a, a, a van outside that said CSI Blackburn on the side. And I remember thinking, that sounds like the worst version <laughs> of that show. They've got Miami, <laughs> New York, <laughs> Blackburn. I would love to be the star of that one. I think you could be CSI be Blackburn. Fun. That would be great fun. To Ranger Parker going round. <laughs> uh, let's see what else you're up to this morning. I'm telling you, when I said eclectic mix, mate, it's gone crazy here. Uh, Martin and Gavin uh, up in Scarborough decorating from uh, York Fish and Chips for breakfast. That's what they're having this morning. Uh, Kevin, who is uh, been awake since one, started work at two forty-five delivering bread for Warburton's. That's a, I mean, these are these are jobs that. that that's a real job, that. People still want bread on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're up this morning, Jason, to go on a beach walk with around 60 whippets. That's Kerry. Who's we? I hope, I hope I, it's... Well, the, how many whippets per person is... is you would uh, think, In law, how much are you allowed per person? I, I mean, I don't know what the law is, but I'm going to say it's got to be four whippets a person, hasn't it? Five, six? That's 15 people. That's a lot. It's a lot of people. It's good maths as well. Thanks, guys. That was pretty impressive. Cheers, guys. Fair play to thank, you, mate. Thank that, you. When I look at you, I don't think maths. Yeah. I'm having that. Yeah. I'm having a bit of that. Uh, who else is <laughs> up this morning? A uh, lot of people, you know, with children, we're getting that. Uh, I've been dragged out of bed to take my son to his gold Duke of Edinburgh walk. Uh, Duke of Edinburgh walk. Have you done, have you done Duke of Edinburgh No, I never did Duke of Edinburgh. It was never offered at my school. I was it's always quite jealous about it because they always sounded quite... In hindsight, I'm like, that would have been dead boring, but... Yeah, I did Duke of Edinburgh Awards. Right. Um, only to bronze, because I, I had friends. But, mm. um, I, um, <laughs> no, I, it, was a, it was a lot of fun. Weirdly, though, the Duke of Edinburgh Award, when I was at school, it might be different now, but when I was at school, it seemed to be that it was either used as an incentive for, for kids to, be, to behave or as a punishment for kids who'd been naughty. Right. Depending on the school. So in our school, it was very much an incentive for good kids who, you know, we weren't that too popular, but we uh, we, we were fine. You know, we yeah, weren't yeah, in trouble. Yeah. We were, you know, slightly clever. It was like a treat. It was like, oh, you've done well. You can go and join the Duke of Edinburgh a lot. And that was sort of how I, I got involved. 
But then some schools, I remember there was like a school in Withingshaw uh, and uh, in Manchester, and they were using it sort of like as a punishment. Right, that's it. Go and do Doug Benneber <laughs> Award. And so, no, Mr. Behave myself, I promise. <laughs> so when it came to the, the groups where loads of different schools would go on a big camping trip, there was this mad mix of like scallies and nerds. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, camping. That, that is nice. It was a mad mix, man. But I enjoyed it. It was good fun. I'm looking forward to doing the Duke of Sussex Award where I just fall out with my grandma and have to leave the country. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good gag. You could work that. Thank you. You could work that in. Write it down. Yeah, yeah I like right, it. That, that workshop right it's, here. It's 10 minutes on that, mate. <laughs> uh, 8.12.15 is the text this morning. Uh, somebody's up just because their wife is snoring. Uh, Sarah's up. She's going for a scan on her shoulder at Coventry uh, Hospital this morning. Um, who else? Uh, we've got Tony, 36 in Cardiff. I like that he's done this as if he's as if I'm like Tony Hart on Heartbeat. That's what his, uh, his age. I'm up because my toddler declared he's hungry. My dog's crying for his breakfast. My wife's feeling ill and wanted me to remove the toddler from the general area. I probably shouldn't have stayed up till 1am playing PlayStation. No. I mean, 1am is not even that late, man. That's not even that late, is it? 1am? I've done on. that without even trying. 1am. <laughs> but it is weird, though, isn't it? You do, even though you know you've got... Got to be up early. Oh. What is wrong? Oh, with I'm, us? I'm not going to say what time I no. went to sleep. But it's mad, isn't it? Like, what is, I do a bit in my uh, show about. I read this. I read this book about uh, called Selfie, which is about the two selves in your brain. You've seen this? Yeah, yeah, seen yeah, the yeah, show. yeah, yeah. And I talk about the ideal self and the real self, and it's it's got this, this weird thing where part of your brain knows exactly what you should be doing. Like, I, I need to do this. I need to eat well and, and sleep well, and you know, and then you just don't do it. It's no. like. We've all got these two people living inside our brains. Why don't we go to bed at a proper time when we know we've got to be up early for the radio? It's like, oh, that's future things. Jason's problem, isn't it? And my future Jason, I mean, three hours time, Jason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's 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 their problem. Yeah, T- tomorrow's problem. Yeah. What about right now? I'm going to sit here <laughs> and play with PlayStation. Jason, Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Whatever you're up to, always lovely to hear from you. Uh, Lynn is at work sewing 100 two-seater sofas. One. Wow. There you go. That's what she's doing. That's 200 seats. How about that, Mads? Uh, no, no, I was impressed. No, I was not impressed, to be fair. And I still had to think about it. That was the mad thing. <laughs> <laughs> you said it in a way that you were unsure. I was like, Mm-hmm. That's 200, isn't it? <laughs> Tom in Edinburgh's hungover, but digging your show. Thanks, pal. Uh, Alice doing Portsmouth Coastal Half Marathon. I mean, these are the nutters I don't All right, understand. yeah, what? Nice. Getting up running. To run 13 miles. For no, for no reason. No one's chasing you. No one's asked you. <laughs> no one's asked you. There's nothing at the end. Oh, You're not gosh. getting paid. Like, I can't think of any reason. It's absolutely nuts. And you speak to them. If you spoke to runners, they talk They talk about it like it's euphoric, like there's a moment. I remember my wife saying to it, she, she sometimes come back from a park run and she'd say, oh, you know, I got halfway and I just sort of cried like with um, joy because I was, I'm like, are you, not, are you nuts? I would be crying all the way around. I, I did the marathon once. Uh, and I did it just as a sort of like I, I'm a bloke, so I, I like a challenge. Yeah, why but, not? And then I remember like when I was when I had five miles left on the day when I was doing the run, I just I had to get myself through it just by going. I promise you, I will never ever put you through this again. Like to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This just, just, just do this for me. Do this, and I and promise you will never go for a run again. No, it's not, isn't it? I've had people say, oh, it's all, there's a point in a run where it's almost orgasmic. Mm. Like there's a bit where you go, oh, like it's like oh my god, it's something released. Nah, mate. 
I mean, I don't what know. What about your ankles? I mean, my hands are possibly in the wrong place, but I've never had that. <laughs> yeah, also you're banned from the park, Rob. <laughs> yeah. That would really ruin the London Marathon, I think. <laughs> um, What's Paula Radcliffe doing now? Good <laughs> morning, Jason. We're parents and we're up uh, since 6am with a toddler and a newborn. Please shout out for baby Ava, who was born on Tuesday. Why am I doing, oh, a, am I doing a shout out for a, a newborn? Jules, she, you know. she doesn't know. He's like, oh, nice one. Hey, just after I was born, Jason Manfred gave me a shout out. Baby, radio. if you're listening, shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah, Give your parents some peace. Go back to sleep. They just don't know the difference between day and night time when they're, no. when they're first here. It's just been night time for no, nine months. No respect for anything. Suddenly, like, why is it so bright? Uh, 8, 12, 15. Um, this is one of the ones I'm, I, I'm interested in here, though. Sally in, uh, she says, Shez Vegas. I don't even know what that's short for. Um, morning, I am up cleaning up after an evening of board games and booze with my friends. One of whom uh-huh. is still here, asleep on the dog's bed. Is that a euphemism? Uh, do, you, do you think she just means board games? I think they were just playing Monopoly, mate. Yeah, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any. Uh, there's no wow. filth in that. I'm hoping. Um, but I did think to myself, that does sound like a top night. I'd, I'd be up for that. I love. I love a board game. I thought I liked board games yeah. until I, you played I, one. <laughs> <laughs> I, an ex of mine, her brothers were really into board games, and I went to stay um, at the family house once. Like they just have these board games. People who are into board games play stuff that you've never heard of, right? And you're like, what? Oh, so it's not like the big what? popular ones. You're not like, yeah, they're not playing Monopoly or Game of Life. They're playing yeah. some. No, they didn't have that. None of that. Oh. No, what were they mass, playing? Mass I can't even remember the names of it. It was some weird strategy games and then oh. you, just, you just get roped into it going at, at, and then you ruin the game for them because yes. you don't know the rules. Because you're not taking it seriously, yeah. We used to play a game called Hero Quest where it was a bit like Dungeons and Dragons. Mm. This was when I was like 14. And my dad my dad would play it. He would be like the, the master, the controller of it all. And me and my brothers would play. But yeah, if we didn't get properly involved, you know, you'd be, you'd be saying things like, right, can I go? I'll just go through it. And my dad would be saying things like, what, you think an elf could just go and do that? <laughs> I'm like, Dad, I don't think this is how the master would talk. Are you an idiot? Do you think, a, do you think an elf and a dwarf would just go through those two things? That, I'm like, Dad, it's just a game, mate. Like, properly angry about it. No need for I, it. I just love a, no, a northern ma- dungeon master. Just, <laughs> yeah, a northern so dungeon master. All oh, right, yeah, so a wizard's just going to do that out of nowhere, yeah? <laughs> Where's he got his staff from, idiot? I'm like, all right, Dad. Uh, 8, 12, 15 is the Texas morning. What's the top board games, right? I've got a list of 10, right? The top 10 board games. Uh, I'm going to ask you now, right? What is the top one? I, I think you'll be surprised when you hear. Sunday mornings, 8 Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Tez Ilias is my guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you, uh, you touring or anything? Are you doing anything exciting? I am. I'm... Um... I'm off to Dubai on Wednesday. Oh, do some really gigs there. What so a if treat! You're, if you're listening to this in Dubai, could, or you also coincidentally going to Dubai, yeah, look me up. But also, I'm a I'm that's going a weird on, place, Dubai. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I like it. I hope the prince. <laughs> I hope the princes aren't listening to this. But um, it's an odd place because I what I find is often you end up speaking to British people, and uh, and they'll talk to you about the UK, hmm. and they often end up um, sort of slagging it off a little bit. And they'll sort of, sort of talk about, oh, we're here, we don't have to pay taxes and yeah, you know, yeah, the weather's yeah, nice yeah, all yeah. the time and you know, you've got all that. And you think, yeah, I know, but I just, I like, I like it's, Britain. It's you know? quite it's boring. Almost, it's almost like they're trying to convince you that they made the right decision to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, I find it quite soulless. It's like, um, it's like a, Arabic Las Vegas, isn't it? But without the, without the history, just they're, yeah. they're just soulless. Yeah, 
But no. it's a fun place to do, I must say. I've done it a few times. The crowds are great. I've, I've been a couple of times and I have fun there because I have friends who live there and stuff as well. It's, yeah. it's lovely seeing them, but um, it's not it's not a place I'd go. I'd choose to go to on holiday. What's weird is when... Uh, have you been sent like the list of rules of things that you're not allowed to talk about? Not yet. Oh, yeah. You'll get that at some point. That's kind of weird. Because oh, okay. in this modern... You know, in this modern... Especially oh, yeah, for a yeah, comedian, yeah, yeah, yeah. being told not to say something is weird. You know, yeah, so I, I'm not sure. yeah, look mostly based around the, the the royal family over there and stuff like that. But you just you can't like you can't. Can you imagine if it. we were that here? I mean, the royal coverage would be very different, wouldn't it? It really would be. I'd be off air for that Duke of Sussex joke yeah. half an hour ago. Be like, yeah, get him off air. Tez was uh, he's gone missing. No one's seen him since. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Music uh, we were just chatting about board games uh, a little while back. Uh, there's a top ten um, British board games, and I don't know. There's one of them in the middle that I'm like, I've never heard of it. So we're starting in at tenth place, right? Mm. Tenth place is Risk. Remember Risk? Yeah, I've, yeah. Heard of that. I've never played it. Never played I it. I don't know anyone who's played it, but it's on the top ten. I know the cover of it. I know sort of know what it's about. Nine bananagrams. That's the letters in the. The yellow bag, I think. I've, I've seen not that. heard of that. Scrabble at eight. Yep, heard of that. Trivial Pursuit at seven. Yep. Articulate at six. That's a good game. That's a great game. That's a good that game. should be further up. Yeah. Battleships at five. Never played that. Ooh, I know it. It's, it's all right. Pandemic at four. Have you ever heard of that? Pandemic. No. Sounds awful. We were in the middle of one now. And, we're, I mean, I that is not. I don't want to play that game. Who's coming up? Yeah, I've got an idea. I do an idea about diseases spreading no, around the world. Weird. Cluedo at three. Yeah, decent. I love Cluedo. I love, I've got, I, yeah, I like I've got that the app. Have you? I've got a Cluedo I app. Like that, I like that a lot. Uh, Bookaroo at two. Really? I'm surprised by that. Is that I'm, a board game? I mean, I wouldn't count it as a traditional board game, but it's there, number two. Bookaroo. Dull, isn't it? It's boring. It's like playing saying Kaplunk. Yeah. Mousetrap's fun, but it takes about two hours to sell yeah, up before yeah. and, and, then, to and then you're going to lose a piece, and then yeah. that's, that's in the mousetrap. Number one, Monopoly. Yeah, yeah. I Monopoly. Good fun game. Uh, and also, if you've not had a fight with your brothers for a while, it's just fun to throw in there, isn't it? <laughs> but where's Snicks and Ladders and Ludo on that? They, they've all gone now, these. Do you remember you used to get them as like a big, yeah, like, yeah, 101 like... games? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, Tiddlywinks. <laughs> just the same thing, Ludo. Monopoly, though, is weird because we've all, you know, we've all been playing Monopoly wrong all these years. Uh, Do you know on. this? So, you know, like, it lasts forever. Like, it never yeah. ends, does it? Monopoly yeah. just yeah, carries yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, until someone flips the board. Yeah, somebody goes, you stealing money out of the bank? No, I'm the banker, aren't I? So I, was just, I was loaning it to myself. <laughs> it? Um, you, uh, there's always a fight at some point, but essentially what you're supposed to do is when you land on, uh, you know, whatever, part lane or whatever, when you land on it and somebody either buys it or doesn't buy it mm. and then it just stays for sale, doesn't it? You carry on. That's not the rules. The rules are you're supposed to, you land on one of the squares, one of the properties, you, you see if the person who landed on it wants to buy it, and if they don't, it goes to auction to the other players. So it must be sold when somebody lands on it. <laughs> I know, I've just blown your mind, haven't From I? the first goal? That's the rules, mate. That's the actual official rules of Monopoly. You're supposed to put it in to an auction so the other players get to buy it. That's why Monopoly lasts forever, because we're not doing that. Mate, you have blown people's minds. Mate, that's how Monopoly's played. Some, you, people, are, some people are driving right now. <laughs> Sometimes I have to pull over. 
I've just changed their life. <laughs> Music matters. Tez Ilias is my guest. Hello, how you doing? Still here. Uh, is your show on the on the telly at the moment? Are you are you on the telly? Um, no, although I was repeated on live with the Apollo last night, which was very nice. Ah. Had some nice people get in touch about that. That's but a good no, show. Um, Tez O'Clock show ran last summer. Yeah, which you were my favourite guest on. Ah, oh, you. Um, I did have a good time actually. It was fun, it. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, you flew back from holiday for you. I was very. I did. I, I came back specifically to do it. Thank you. And then went back out. Yeah. Um, so we're still in discussions about having a second season for that. Great. I mean, it's so frustrating because you think, well, you enjoyed it. People who watched it enjoyed it. So let's. And they're like, yeah, let's talk. I, I'll never understand the dark arts of TV. Commissioners yeah, and schedulers have no idea what goes on. I mean, we had Scarborough, which seen, again we had a similar yeah. thing. Yeah, I've heard so well, many good then, things about it. And then, uh, no, and I know your producer very well, Jill Isles. Yeah, exactly. Because she's uh, just currently on Man Like Morbin. Yes, series three is. Uh, it came out last weekend, so yeah. Uh, watch that, or if you haven't, it's all an iPlayer, and there's only like 13 episodes of the whole thing. Brilliant. So, and yeah, what's the really premise fun. of that for people who don't know? Um, it's set in Birmingham, and it's uh, about the character Morbin, played by the very funny Gus Khan, and it's about him navigating his way through modern life and trying not to get pulled back into a life of crime and looking <laughs> after his uh, two best friends, one of whom is me, who yeah. are absolute numpties, and his little sister, who's kind of like the strongest character in the show. Right. Uh, <laughs> but it's a very, very funny show. Yeah, that, it is very funny. That deals with real life issues as well. Yeah. Right, so that's on at the moment and on the iPlayer. Yes, and I think season one and two are on Netflix as well if you're not in the UK. Smash it. Yeah. yeah. Smash it, there you go. So I'm having a fun time. Great stuff. And you're going on tour? Yes, I am, mate. I'm going on tour from September. It's called Populist and it's going all over the country. So tezilias.com for tickets and that. So I'm busy getting together bits for that and I'll be at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival over August just to... Uh, Shopping the hell out of it, so See it's ready there. for tour. Yeah, I'll be I mean, there myself. Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, lovely. Uh, we've blown Rachel's mind this morning, Go on. Rachel can't believe the revelation that we gave out on Monopoly. It's mad, isn't it? She says, Jason, I was just changing the bed after that revelation. I've had to sit down on the same bed, tumbleweed moment, terribly uh, blowing across the room. I can't believe all these years we've been playing Monopoly so wrong. You've changed the face of many family Christmases and gatherings now. How did you find this I out? Think I, I think I just read the read instructions. <laughs> read the rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they come in the box, guys. <laughs> there will have been people who've started Monopoly on Friday night who have just halfway through the game now and just flipped the board over going, we didn't know that. I can't believe that. So for people who are just tuning in, this is the big this is the big talk this morning. Monopoly, the game you've been playing wrong all your life, is essentially when you land on a property, Park Lane, for example, uh, you the person who, who lands on it gets to buy it, they get first dibs, and if they don't want to buy it, it goes into an auction for the rest of the people who are playing the game to buy it. So every property should be sold. The first time round. First time round. So that's why the game shouldn't... You should be getting into houses and, and hotels so much earlier on than we are doing. So there you go. You're welcome, Britain. Mm. <laughs> I mean, after oh. a, a after a mad week, I just think that that's just that's just taking a lot of people over the edge. That's the biggest news story of the year. I think, <laughs> I think it might be. Sunday mornings, eight till eleven. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. I've got, I've got a question for you, though, Jason. What is your question, Tess? Um, if you're talking about TV and stuff, and mm. I'm really enjoying your work on TV at the moment. First Thanks very much. Very funny game show. It's a lot of fun. But BBC One, 
uh, or on the iPlayer. Which is where I caught it. Yeah. Very fun. Um, how, I don't want you to tear your hair out, Jason, but how do you win £10,000 on that Please show? It's, it's, it's literally impossible, isn't it? No, it's not impossible. Sounds impossible, though. <laughs> right. Okay. For the people who've not seen this show. <sighs> right, here we go. <clears throat> it's a show where mm-hmm. 11 contestants come on uh, and you don't want to finish first and you don't want to finish last. We essentially... If you want to finish first, that's uh, you want the top answer. That's family fortunes. You want the bottom answer. That's pointless. So we thought, where can we? Where else can we go? Let's go in the middle, first and last. Mm. And all the games work like that. So the first game where people are jumping out of boxes, whoever's first is, is out. Whoever's last is out. And we crack on with the next nine and various. As we get to the final round, three contestants remain, and they're asked to write down how much of ten thousand pounds that they would like to take home. Mm-hmm. And whoever asks for the most amount of money or the least amount of money is out of the game. It's whoever gets it in the middle. That's the person. Right. Who... So this is where I'm confused. Right. So what is what's your problem? So because I get asked this a lot on on uh, these are the questions I get asked. Why don't the contestants jump out the box earlier? Like when you're talking. That's what people ask me, mm. and the answer to that is because they've got headphones on that plays music in their ears, and they're told to only jump out once they start hearing the music. Right. So that the music doesn't start until I've stopped talking. So that's a nice, easy answer. Cool. So your question is, how can they win ten thousand pounds? Because I say all the way through the show, you can win up to ten thousand. Yeah, pounds, and I'm you? watching it at the end, then going, well, because obviously you're a maths expert. We've worked that out. Yeah, the last yeah. Hour I, I, did, so. I did show that off yeah. half an hour ago. So. If you're so if the prize is ten thousand pounds and the person who bids the highest yeah. and lowest can't win, so the person in the middle. Yes. So if all three the only thing I can think is if all three of them write down ten thousand pounds. Okay, now we're off. Yeah. Right, right. So all three of them have written ten thousand pounds. So if all three yeah. write ten thousand pounds, or even if two of them do, I guess. But if all three write ten thousand right, pounds down. Then what happens? Then we go to a tie break. Okay. And if and whatever the tiebreak question is or whatever it would be, then whoever won that would win the £10,000 that they'd written down. But who's, you'd have who's, to be, who's, got, who's got the longest hand span? It could be something random like that, yeah. But, it, like, you'd have to be a nutter, wouldn't you, to write down 10 grand on the show? When you do the celebrity one... yeah. I'm just going to do a pact with it. Whoever I'm in the room with, I'm going to write, right. See, when we get there, we're all going to write 10 grand. So this is the, <laughs> this is the thing people say this on, online. They go, firstly, we, obviously it's series one, so nobody knows what any of the games are. Those contestants literally find out what the game is when I tell them, yeah, like yeah. on air, when yeah, I tell, yeah, the, yeah, when yeah, I tell yeah. the viewer as well. So they, they wouldn't have ever been able to do that. Also, they're, they're watched like a hawk, like by security and chaperones. So no point... <laughs> <laughs> Where they go, hey, Becky, uh, you write 10 grand, I'll write 10 grand. Because also, why would you trust a person you've only just met that day to go, right, you write 10 grand and I'll write 10 grand? Because why would you? Why would you trust them? Because you think, well, why is he telling me to write 10 grand? Oh, that was like that game show, wasn't it? The other one, the one where Split. What's that one? Yeah, what's Split? No. Right, so, like, it was a similar game show, people get knocked out, and in, in the last one... Um, they've got this pot of money to share, the jackpot or whatever, and if they write... So they've got a ball, either a split ball or a steel ball, mm. and if they both t- pick the split ball, they split the money 50-50. Right. And if one of them picks steel and the other one picks split, the oh. person who picks steel takes the money. Nasty. And they're trying to convince each other that they're both going to... They're like, I'd pick split, mate. 
I'll pick split. I, I can't you, trust people. I need this money. And then you see the ones where the guys convince this person to pick split nah. and then they pick steel and it's the best hit. It's, it, it's so funny. I, I mean, Pete, you can't trust people. You certainly can't. You can't even trust your own family. No, Never mind no, people is, you've just met that day to yeah. pick 10 grand. So I don't think it'll ever be a problem. But yeah, I must say I'm... I'm I really enjoy answering that question over and over again on social media. Well, I'm, I'm glad I put you up. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really chuffed. In, in person. <laughs> Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I feel like we've sorted first and last out there. That's the... Yeah, I'm, I'm satisfied with that answer, actually, as it goes. Yeah, good. I'm glad, I'm glad that answers. <laughs> Sorted it. Uh, first and last is on the iPlayer now. Uh, it's uh, my uh, game show that's on BBC One on Saturday evenings, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of silly fun. A lot of comics message me actually say they've enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I, I I like it a lot, and I just I love the banter and the ease of chemistry that you have with the. With well, it's the it's interesting. Well, for, interestingly, some of the things that we did on the show was. Um, one of the things I said, because I'd done a couple of game shows over the years, and you know, I did Big Heads, which I thought was really a lot of fun. My kids loved it, and we got a lot of um, nice feedback. We did What Would Your Kid Do, which got a couple of series. And then I, saw, I got to a point where I said to my agent, oh, maybe these are not for me. Mm. I, I've done a couple now. I, I can't seem to get the... Not that I'm expecting, you know, the chase or whatever, even though it's a, a quiz show rather than a game show, but... I don't know what they want, these people who are making television. And so they came to us. It was the team who make... Um, would I lie to you and an 8 out of 10 cats and said oh we've got this idea for a show and I said oh, I'll be up for it I said but let's not take it serious let's let's make let's just take the mickey out of the format and, mm. and and not not make it too and it's also not a million pounds it's 10 grand which is a lot of money don't get me wrong but it's not life changing yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, a treat yeah. you know yeah. what I mean uh, and, the, and also as you found out they ain't winning 10 grand no. so um <laughs> Although it is mathematically but they possible. Could. They could, <laughs> they could, yes. Um, so we, essentially what we did was I got me and a couple of mates in, in a room. Steve Edge uh, is one of the writers on it. Scott Bennett who's been on the show. Gary Delaney, uh, you know, um, a load of comics. And we got in the room and we said, right, what are we going to do? Are we going to write just the bits to camera really about the games? And I just had this idea which was, right, people are going to have a go at this on Twitter. They're going to try and mock it. They're going to try and say horrible things about it. Let's say those things first. So we wrote all the links and the sort of little gags and stuff that we wrote for it um, were all things that we thought people yeah, might yeah, say yeah, 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 yeah. You get ahead of them, take the power away from them. Absolutely. So yeah, that's sort of what sense. happened in the end. And then obviously all the other stuff is normal, well, you know, mm. bread and butter stand-up comedy stuff when you're mm. reacting and ad-libbing on the spot mm. with, uh, with... It's like taking the mickey out your front row of an yeah, audience, yeah, essentially, yeah. which is what I'm doing with people who I already know what job they've got. Yeah, because we were saying that there's, there's, there's other shows where you're watching... The host, and you're going, oh, there's so many missed opportunities for gags. I find it, yeah, I find it frustrating. Sometimes I watch like Alexander Armstrong on Pointless, and who, who I love, like I love the show, but sometimes I think, oh mate, come on, yeah, you could yeah, have. Yeah, you know, what do you do for a living, there. gynecologist? All right, well let's crack on. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, although that is actually a gag now, I've done it, but. <laughs> uh, even when I'm not trying even when you're not even trying even when I'm not trying um, I want to talk to you very shortly uh, we're going to talk about uh, songs uh, that are attributed to football teams okay there's a very famous one that, one, that I've been dealing with all week uh, whilst I've been on tour in Liverpool I'm sure you know which one it is Jason Absolute Radio Manford where real music matters I'm a Man City fan Mm -hmm. You're 
Blackburn Rovers. And uh, obviously this season has been spoilt, the Premier League certainly, has been spoilt by Liverpool being um, superhumanly good. It's, it's unnecessary. Football. It's just not funny. I mean, my team's not in the Premiership, but it's just, it's not... It's just annoying, isn't it? Draw a game. It's all right when we did it. <laughs> at least you drew your game though yeah this is just not fun I mean yesterday oh, they were we like, played awful today what was the score yeah 4-0 4-0 so. I know it's just not I mean it can't even be fun for Liverpool fans they must be bored no, themselves I, think, I feel really sorry for them actually because I thought because <laughs> it's really anticlimactic like you haven't won it for so so long yeah, I mean it's been so so long since they won it and then they sport it by Christmas and then they've gone oh Where's the fun in this? Where's the where's the so drama? I, I genuinely feel feel for them a bit actually. Yeah, no, same, same. Um, but feel for me this week. So not only has my has my team got not a, a cat and house chance of winning the league against Liverpool, but I have been in Liverpool all week. One of my favourite cities in the in the world, and we've been there all week playing at the uh, lovely Liverpool Empire with this with the show Curtains, the musical, and it's been great. Packed houses, two thousand people at every show. It's been wonderful. The only thing. That has slightly spoilt it, is that in a neighbouring dressing room, there are a few people. This year, this summer, um, there is, uh, they're doing Carousel, the musical, uh, at Regent Park's Theatre. And so, obviously, at this point, uh, people are auditioning to, to be in that. And obviously, in our show, full of talented, brilliant people, uh, a few of the people are auditioning to be in it. So they're practising their audition songs in their room. And what is the one big number that you all know from Carousel, Rodgers and Hammerstein, 1945 classic? It is... You'll never walk alone. When you walk. So all week, through a storm, every single day in the next room, 25 times a day, hold your chin up high <laughs> and don't... Da, da, whatever the bloody words are. Oh, my God afraid of the storm <laughs> every day all the time that yeah, i can imagine that's hard and you'll never walk alone all right girls girls hey pack it in all day every day can you imagine that as a man city fan in the next room someone had to do it on purpose <sighs> i get it you know they've got a big big audition coming up but i don't need to be reminded uh, how did that become the liverpool I don't and know. Celtic's anthem. Who decides these things? I mean, Man City sing Blue Moon. I can see that. There's a word blue in it and we play mm. blue. It's not... I mean, I'm a fan and I'm not, it's not yeah, a particularly right, brilliant, brilliant song. Rest, rest but, time I've got that Bubbles, that Bubbles song. Yeah, Forever Blowing Bubbles. Mm. I don't know why they pick songs. I certainly don't know why somebody has gone, has come into the pub. Lads, have you seen Carousel? <laughs> right. Okay, hanging out song sheets. Right, Altos, Tenors... Right, we're going to go with it, okay? You'll never walk alone. This this is our song now. Like, who's decided it? Rogers, oh my God, it's beautiful. There's a moment right at the end and she sings it to a cousin who's dying or whatever. You're like, right, that sounds like the song for us, John. Like, uh, who's decided? It just, it just happens, did, doesn't did, it? Did it happen independently in Glasgow? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Or did Liverpool fans, like, hear that? Or yeah. Celtic fans heard Liverpool. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know how it come about. I don't know who, where these songs come from. What's weird about because fo- you think of football fans, you know, and we're football fans, but you think of them as quite oikish and quite mm. sort of like, you know, a bit head the balls. You know what I mean? And then, and then all the songs have, are either from a musical or like from classical. 
like the tune is yeah, like yeah, a yeah, classical yeah, yeah. song, you yeah, know, like yeah. Beethoven yeah. or something. Like, who's <laughs> decided this? Uh, but my question is this, right? And it's quite, this is, you need to know two worlds here for, for, for you to join in on this game, okay? So, what other songs from musicals could football teams sort of commandeer? To mm. that, that, that sell their their football team what is you know so I sort of gave some examples like Man City my team could be like Money 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 from Mamma Mia uh, Sheffield United could be uh, Defying Gravity because they're doing yeah. very well in the in the league from Wicked Man United could be Sending the Clowns from a little light music <laughs> thank you I'm here all week just a joke United fans come on I know you've had it tough uh, fifth in the league spent a lot of money still in Europe it's, it's hard for them it's really tough <laughs> it's tough it is tough uh, 8 12, 15 on the text this morning what would be yours for uh, Blackburn Rovers oh, Memories from Cats Memories from Cats Memories yeah have you had a... when we had Alan Shearer 1995 and Chris Sutton up front just even two guys so in the mid noughties cool. would be nice <laughs> and two guys <laughs> in the mid noughties yeah that could work I'd like that there yeah. you go that's that solved what song from a musical uh, could your football team commandeer for the next season what really sums up your team Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. So I spent all week in uh, in Liverpool this week. It's been uh, great fun doing the show, uh, Curtains, while uh, some of my colleagues have been um, rehearsing for an audition for Carousel. So not only have I uh, been in Liverpool surrounded by, essentially, you know, championship mm. fever, really. Everyone's very excited about winning the league. Yeah. Not everybody. Half the, half the city supports Everton. Um, they, uh, I've been listening to... You'll never walk alone perpetually. I mean, beautifully sung, of course. These are West End royalty. These are beautiful singers. But after a while, you know, walk on through the wind. It was like, all right. I didn't even. I was today years old when I learned <laughs> it was a musical. In a musical, you I, I, you were today years old. Yeah, you didn't know it was from a musical. Mate, I didn't, I've never heard of Carousel. Uh, yeah, Rogers and Hammerstein, nineteen forty-five. Like I feel like I've heard of Rogers and Hammerstein. Yeah, just in the, in the background, just somewhere. Yeah, in ether. But no, I'm not. I'm not really. That. Yeah, it's from a musical. Oh. It's a it's a beautiful, it's a gorgeous song. I mean, it's. it's, it's I mean, it's a great song. But it's a great song. I mean, it's. I've been. At, I've been. I, at I've only ever heard it though on those Liverpool European nights. Yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable. I mean, I've been in in uh, Anfield when they've sung it. It's real, like mm. you know, you goosebumps. Yeah. Even though I'm not, you know, a fan of Liverpool, I'm, I'm a City fan. You still sort of like, wow, that's impressive. Walk on. Through the wind. Oh, it's great. They go for it. They really my, And they do my, all the verses as well, which I appreciate. That's very impressive. <laughs> very impressive. My, my favourite current football song is that Will Griggs on Fire. What's that one? Will Griggs on Fire. Oh, what was the song? <laughs> I don't oh, know remember when you said, Can you sing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you didn't say you couldn't sing, you just said you couldn't remember lyrics, which and, then and, you can't. Both, both, yeah. <laughs> couldn't even remember the lyrics of a football chant. <laughs> 8, 12, 15 is the text this morning. Um, Alex has messaged in from Shrewsbury. Is that Tez Ilias on the show? Yes, it is. Yes, Tez it, Ilias. it is, mate. He destroyed live at the Apollo last night. Just awesome. Oh, that's very kind. Be destroyed is a good thing in, in this world. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about songs from musicals that uh, that could be attributed to your team. Gareth says, uh, we are the champions from We Will Rock You. He's a Liverpool fan. You can't. You've got one, mate. That's the point of this topic. Unbelievable. Honestly, they want everything now. Nikki and Newbury, uh, I'm an Everton fan. How about I Had a Dream from Joseph? 
That's really, oh. that's really sad. That's, sad, <laughs> that's really sad. That could work. I dreamed a dream uh, as time goes by. That's from Les Mis. That's Joe uh, as an Everton fan as well. Oh. Um, what about my team, Liverpool? Simply the best. No, you've got one. You're not allowed to play this game, Liverpool fans. <sighs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Earlier this week, Bush and Richie revealed the lineup for Kendall Call in 2020 on the Hometime Show. They're celebrating their 15th year with epic headline performances from Supergrass, Stereophonics, and Falls. Also, there on 30th of July to the 2nd of August, a primal screen blossoms. The Cooks, Johnny Marr, uh, You, Me at Six, DMAs, Pale Waves, and the Zootons, and many, many more. Head to absoluteradio.co.uk for more information and the full weekend. Line up and listen to Bush and Richie every day at home time on Absolute Radio. Great festival, Kendall Cole. Have you done it? I did it last year. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, a lot brilliant. Of I've done it a few times. So well, maybe the year before. Definitely one to uh, to be looking at going this summer. Eight uh, twelve fifteen is the text this morning. If you are up and about me and Tez Ilias are chatting uh, about musicals and football, songs from musicals that could be attributed to your football team and why. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Tez Ilias is my guest. Hello. And we're talking this morning about um, songs from musicals that you could uh, use for your football team. Uh, after uh, Liverpool, uh, for all these years, have been singing uh, You'll Never Walk Alone and uh, and Celtic by all... Uh, I didn't know that. They, they did it as well. Uh, which is from the musical uh, Carousel. Um, I'm enjoying it. So you've gone Blackburn Rovers memory mm. for times when things were better. Uh, William on Facebook says, down, 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 down and out from Bugsy Malone for Man United. They're getting it in the neck, United, this morning. Uh, Anthony Tickle says, Leeds United, when I grow up from Matilda. Uh, we've got um, Lisa who says, uh, let it go for Nottingham Forest. They're still banging on about that one European Cup. Two Let European Cups. From Frozen. Two European Cups. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, Cassie Thompson, the greatest show from The Greatest Showman when Leicester won the Premier League. That was, yeah, that was like special. That, that was amazing. Everybody that, loved that. That's been it? the most amazing sporting moment of my life. It was unbelievable. Like in this era to do that. It was phenomenal, wasn't it? Uh, Liam, an Arsenal fan. It's a hard knock life from Annie. Oh, God bless Arsenal. I'm sorry amazing. for him. <laughs> Dave from Kilburn says morning Jason great show this morning Tez is quickly becoming one of my favourite UK comedians no offence alright none taken uh, hoping to try and get to see him on tour this year <gasps> thank you mate uh, well you can get to see Tez Where on did you tour see this from? year uh, he's in Kilburn Oh, in London, yeah. Sorry, you yeah, yeah, be you'll London. be there. Where are you yeah. playing in London? Uh, Leicester Square Theatre. There you go, lovely stuff. So you can see Tez is uh, hitting the Edinburgh Festival this summer, and then he's uh, on a tour. How many dates? Forty so far. It's not a tour, mate. With two more. Forty. Yeah, but you know, baby steps, mate. Forty. Yeah, that's all we can do right now. Oh, fair enough. How many did you do on your last tour? Two hundred eighty. Two hundred eighty. Wow, there's really big rooms as well. Some of them, yeah, but no, you. you You'll be all right. You'll be right. Again, you'll be fine. You're gonna Thank that'll you, sell man. out in no time, and then you'll be added. You'll be still touring this in a year's time. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, I know how it works. Go and see Tezilias. He's one of the best comics uh, I've worked with. We, you came and supported me on my tour. Yeah, uh, and now he's uh, he's on his own. And we had that really fun story in Southwark. Oh, we should, well, well, we'll we'll mention that very shortly. Yeah, when Tez had a whole theatre evacuated. <laughs> Jason Manford. 
Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, Tez Ilias is my guest this morning. Hey, mate. And uh, we, so my last gig of the tour at the mm. Lowry Theatre in Salford, I thought, you know what I want? I, I want one of my favourite comedians to come and do the opening 25 minutes. How did that uh, go for you? He was brilliant, Tez. He was great. <laughs> um, and then what happened in the real world is that somebody sat on their crappy Chinese phone Mm. Uh, the Hawaii phones that everybody they were just rubbish weren't they and they started smoking yeah. and anyway he sat on it and it and it started smoking and, and set off the, uh, the, the the fire alarms the smoke alarms and the place was evacuated but it was at the very end of your set like almost literally 30 seconds after I walked off yeah and in my head right you were talking about I think you had you've got a routine about terrorists and mm. you were talking about that in my head, that's what you were talking about, the end of the set. I won't spoil it for anybody who wants to see you live. Um, but it was about that. And also in my head, at one point you do use the word infidels. Yeah. And in my head, you ended your show with, good night, infidels, <laughs> walked off. And then all the alarms in the theatre went off. As you drove away from the theatre, 2,000 people were leaving. They were like, right. And people were... God, this guy really takes his material serious. <laughs> this is not a drill. Can everyone please leave the building? Yeah, they have 2,000 people having to leave. Fire brigade came, you just driving away nonchalant. Like, I was like, mm, leaving the scene of the crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the timing of it. Uh, look, I mean, but to stress, yes. And the show went ahead. The show went ahead. Tez has no affiliation with any terrorist organisation. No, not yet. <laughs> and uh, this is my unbelievable sleeper cell. And this is like... <laughs> if that's, He's playing if, the long game. Yeah, this, this would be an unbelievable story. <laughs> I would watch that movie. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson playing me, probably. He's gone for it. He's, he's Right, this is the idea. Be a comedian. Yeah. Do Live at the Apollo. Just ten years of open mic drudgery. <laughs> just going up to... You know, you don't drink, but just go to pubs and yeah. clubs and... Basements and you're like ringing and... up the, the 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 guy in charge. Shall I do yeah. man like Mobina? What? Yeah, what do you think yeah. about it? Yeah. yeah, do three series of it, and then that's when we'll that's when we'll go for it. <laughs> Amazing, oh, but so absolutely not. But it was uh, yeah, it was a weird it was a weird end to your because I actually because they evacuated and I went All right, well I've got a go, Jason. So good luck with this. <laughs> I've got another gig. This is Jason Manford. This. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, have you done um, any of the cooking shows on telly? I've done Sunday Brunch. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, that's really fun. It's long, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I was then you sat, sat around watching other people. And yeah. Going, oh, I wish I was cooking that. I was sat with a couple of Americans on last week's... Was it last week or the week before? The week before show. And, um, like, Tim and uh, Simon are pals of mine. And... Uh, they would they do incredibly well, but this American uh, comedy actor, I can't remember his name now, how terrible is that? Um, he said to me at one point, is this, is this three hours? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's three hours, mate. And what about when people are cooking? Can we... Uh, I went, no, you just got to sit at this table and watch, just watch them cooking. <laughs> and God forbid you like having a chat. I was having a chat at one point with David Baddiel and then, the camera cuts to you and you look rude because you're not yeah, paying yeah, attention yeah, to someone yeah. making a macaroon or whatever. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, and the other thing I found on that show is, because uh, I go for it, like, it's good when you're on with, like, a, a girl band or something or or an actress or something because generally they don't, 
they don't go for it when it comes to the food. They're quite, yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they're quite yeah, yeah, yeah. conservative and they'll take a nibble or they'll go, oh, actually, I'm gluten-free or whatever, you know. And I just go for it. I mean, the food is nice on there. Well nice. The, it is very the nice. The crew ate me on those shows because when, the, when they stopped filming, I have I finished the, the dinner and usually they get it. What they thought they were going to have. Yeah, they get a bit of the food. Nah, mate. <laughs> if I'm getting up at half past seven in the morning... Been booked for this. I'm getting fed, pal. <laughs> I'm getting fed. And I'm, and I'm going to drink. And I don't drink alcohol, really. Mm. Not, I'm not a big drinker, but... Again, they sort of do these things. I think, oh my god, I'll join them. But they did Bloody Marys. It was last time. Yeah. Have you ever had a Bloody Mary? I don't drink. No, but you must have seen them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's in the? What's in like it? Like alcoholic ketchup, mate. It's oh, like tomato that juice. Sound appealing at all? I don't know what's in them. I don't. It's ke- not ketchup, but it's tomato juice and I don't know, gin or something or vodka. Vodka, I guess it would be. No, nah, I'm not, mate. I'm not into that. I mean, if you were ever going to drink, I'm not, 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 not at 10 a.m. Not at 10 a.m. Live on the telly. Yeah, on a Sunday. I once got told. That's that like doing, having that now. That's like having having <laughs> yeah, that now. If I just went right, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> weird. Um, I have been in trouble once before on those cooking shows for double dipping. I don't. This is hair. As long as you're not dipping something in that I can't have. So, like, if if it it was like a bacon sausage dipped into my ketchup, then I'd be like, what what are you doing? Oh, mate, yeah. But if you're having the same thing, yeah. Like, say, there's like Pringles or whatever into some dip or whatever, I I I don't really care. But I think it's like because you put it in your mouth, bitten it. I know. And then gone back in. But I know I'm the same. I don't care. But if you do it on telly, crikey, the texts and tweets you get. All right, mate. People have got nothing to do on a Sunday morning. Yeah, I would like if you drank from a glass. I would like drink from the same glass. I don't, of course, I'm not really... it's not like when it's like when you're at school and someone breathed on their crisps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you couldn't have any <laughs> or lick the top of their coke can. You're like, I don't care, mate. I just want to sip your coke. <laughs> don't care. It's weird. <laughs> I mean, I go to the riddle and do it now. I, I, I've, no, I have no issues, no qualms. <laughs> We're fine with it. Yeah. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Music matters. You've just come back from doing some gigs uh, in a ski resort, is that right? Yeah, I was in the French Alps all week, it was a bit mad. Yeah, it's fun though, isn't it? I did it years ago, and it was a nice way, a cheap way, of finding out skiing's not for you. Yeah, yeah, because I, 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 I've, I've never been skiing, and I thought, well, someone's going to pay me to do some work there, so yeah. I'll do that and then and try And you get like skiing. the free passes, don't you? And yeah, yeah, and, 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 and a nice skiing lesson. And what I found was I am not good at it. No, same. <laughs> Awful, in fact, I am. I was good at one thing, which was going downhill really fast, and that was because I didn't know how to stop. Yeah. Uh, and I nearly wiped someone out. That's falling, though, isn't it? Yeah, but essentially, yeah, I was, good, I was good at that. I nearly wiped this guy out, and I just avoided him, and I fell down, and then he goes, oh, don't worry about it, I've been doing that all morning, and then he explained to me how he's got a prosthetic leg, oh. and so he finds it hard stopping. Yeah. And I was like, mate, I'm not, I'm not disabled, I've just, I'm just bad at skiing. I'm just really bad at this, but yeah. thank, thank you for trying to comfort me, though, but we, we haven't got the same things going on. <laughs> I'm just terrible <laughs> at this. Uh, well, listen to this for a, for a story. A 92-year-old man from the UK had always dreamed of skiing but thought he was now too old to pick up the extreme sport. Staff members at the senior home where he lives heard about his wish and encouraged him to dream big. I'm not sure staff members should be doing that. I'm but... really scared about where the story's going. <laughs> uh, 
Robert Bob Trulock uh, made it known to Care UK's Millers Grange Senior Living Facility where he, that he wanted to go skiing. He said he did get uh, close when uh, he and his wife Renee uh, went camping in Switzerland decades ago. They took a ski lift up a mountain and there was one problem. It was summer, so he couldn't ski down the slope. <laughs> This story gets better. I like the idea that they got properly kitted out. <laughs> it's roasted, 42 degrees. Uh, Miller's Grange has a wishing tree initiative. This is a good idea, uh, which encourages residents to try new things, even if they think they're too old. I like that idea. Yeah, decent. Staff members uh, thought Trulock's wish was the perfect one to fulfil, so they reached out to Snow Zone, a local indoor snow slope, and arranged a trip. Uh, a video of the trip shows him uh, walking into snow zone using a walker, but as soon as he's on the snow, he's like a kid again, smiling from ear to ear as he slides down the indoor slope. It made me feel like I was living once more, uh, Bob says uh, in the video about ski experience. It made me feel alive. Aww. I love that. I'm glad. Yeah, that was a nice... I, I, was, hoping I, was, I was really scared where that story might be going. I thought he was going to end up in, in the outs of the prosthetic limb talking to you, yeah. but thankfully... <laughs> It was a different end to the story. You're never too old to try yeah, new it's, things. It's not a safe sport. I fell down a lot. And it I feel, hurts, man. Yeah, I feel like I set the record for the most falls on that mountain. It's not fun. I don't... Uh, the other thing, I've just not got the ankles for it because you've got to be in that sort of like weird forward yeah, pose. Yeah. Someone said to me, you've got to bend your knees and stand taller. And I went, that <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Those are two opposite things. I went, oh, crikey, 15, 16 years ago, same mm. sort of gigs out there. Someone was organising gigs. And we were there for four days. We had four days on the on the Alps and uh, after the first two hours I thought this isn't for me I went for hot chocolate waited for the rest of the comics to finish <laughs> and we were in like a chalet or whatever, yeah, staying yeah, yeah. together and I just spent the next three days making snowmen Aww. in the garden when the, the comics got Aww. back from skiing all day I was like oh I've added like a dad to the <laughs> snowman family outside <laughs> I thought I did Sunday mornings 8 till 11 Real music matters. Uh, Tez Ilyaz is here. Yes. Uh, yes, he's here. He's I'm awake. He's definitely here and he's definitely awake. Um, I went to the cinema last week. Mm. Brilliant film, Jojo Rabbit. I've seen it. Isn't it good? It's so good. I sort of don't want to say too much about it because it's so good. I don't want to spoil it. But yeah, I, I, I love going to watching films not knowing that much about them and then being mm. blown away by them. Uh, yeah, I was blown away to a point where I even recommended it to my parents who never go to the cinema. Oh. And they both went and watched it and came away. And my dad actually said it was one of the best films he's seen. It was it was incredible. Like, I don't, I don't know how much you want to say about well, it. Well, I can describe it to a certain degree. Essentially, it's about a young boy who is uh, a junior Nazi, essentially, in Second in the, World in the, War. In the Hitler Youth. In the Hitler Youth. Um, whose imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler. Because he admires him so much that yes. he's created him to be his best friend. And you sort of, what you realise is, you know, is that he, he's, a, he's about eight, isn't he? So yeah. he's not a racist because eight-year-olds can't he's, be racist. He doesn't know what it is. He just wants to join a club and, and he likes, uh, you know, nice uniforms and, mm. and, and shapes, uh, essentially. So, um, but it's, a, it's just a really, it's very funny, but it's devastating as well. Yeah, it's yeah. So it's heartbreaking. Because I was like, because I didn't, Having read the synopsis or whatever, I didn't know, you know what direction right. the film was going to go in. Oh, interesting. And, uh, yeah, really knocks you for six some other stuff in there. Yeah, it's fantastic. So, I mean, uh, it's about Nazis, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah, this is what this is about. And essentially, his mum is uh, hiding a Jewish girl mm. in, the, in, in the loft as well. That's, mm. the, that's, on, that's the synopsis. It's the, the best film. I've ever seen Scarlett Johansson who plays the mum. She yeah. is so good in it. So good. 
And the guy, I can't say his name. Taika Waititi. Yes, the, the director. director. And plays Hitler. Yes, he does. He's so funny. He's hilarious. He's really funny. Um, he did the last Thor film, didn't he? Yeah, Ragnarok. He plays the rock guy. The, the, the guy who's made out of rocks in yes. it as well. Yeah. He's very funny. And I saw... The first thing I saw him do was um, What We Do in the Shadows, mm. which is about four vampires, like a mockumentary about four vampires uh, who are like housemates. Yeah. Um, and just them arguing over washing up and stuff like that. But it's very, <laughs> very funny. Uh, I think you did Hunt for the Wilder People as well, which I haven't right. seen, but I've heard very, very good things about. Well, I would um, say if so you've he's, got a he's bit a top of, guy, if you've got a bit, bit of time this week, definitely go and see Jojo Rabbit before someone spoils it. You know yeah. what I mean? Someone, will, someone definitely will tell you the ending or something. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And that would that would spoil it. It's definitely worth uh, whatever it costs at your local multiplex. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I did a gig the other night at the Hot Water in Liverpool. Such a great club. Great club. Mm. Great club. I did Thursday and uh, Friday night uh, in uh, in there. And I um, I just did it as a surprise. Like, I wasn't listed. I just rang them and sort of see if they could sort it out. Uh, so, went over on the on the Thursday. And my brother came uh, with his girlfriend. He's, he's at uni over there. And that was good fun. So, on the Friday, I sort of mentioned it to a couple of people in the cast of, of the, the curtains. And... Um, it's sort of, it's a, they're two very different worlds, theatre and stand-up. Mm. You know, stand-up is a bit rugged, isn't it? You know, it's downstairs in a club, you know, people are on the ale, you know, whoa, shouting and heckling, and theatre's quite refined, really. You know, it, it's open for everybody, but it's, people are a lot better behaved, yeah, if, yeah, yeah, if we're yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and so a few of them were like, oh, yeah, no, we'd love to, we'd love to, love to come and see you. I said... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, guys, it's not, you know, it's not your usual night out, so just be aware of that. It can, you know, it can be a bit rough and tumble, like, you know. Oh, no, it'd be delightful. I'm looking forward to it, some of them were saying. Let's <laughs> just see how the, uh, you know, how the locals live, you know. <laughs> All right, let's go. Anyway, got there. And now this is by no means a reflection on this club. This could happen anywhere. It's it's actually one of the best clubs in the country. I'm very well pleased. But when we got there, there was two coppers outside and a bloke with blood on his face. <laughs> <laughs> and whether they were from the club or elsewhere, <laughs> just getting out of a taxi with a load of people who, you know, rather trained. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I was like, this is where we're going. This is my normal job, guys. <laughs> that was pretty hard work. But it was, uh, yeah, great fun. A lot of, lot of, a uh, couple of cracking gigs there. Just trying to get, I've not done a gig properly for sort of eight months. So it's sort of getting just the sea get legs back a little fit. bit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Especially I a club environment as well. Yeah, relentless. It's bang, 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 gag, gag, gag. I did one on Monday night. That was for Saga, uh, a theatre in uh, London. But um, again, not a real. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? No probably, probably nicer there. Lovely, lovely. Mm. Uh, not a dry seat in the house, as, uh, as the old gag goes. <laughs> uh, but no, it was great, actually. I've done a few gigs for them. And uh, and what's nice about them is I like I like those crowds that you can sort of take the mickey out of and they and they go along with it. Like yeah. It feels like quite old-fashioned now to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember those days? Uh, but yeah, so that was, I did, that was what I did this week. And I've got a gig this afternoon at the Comedy Storm doing yeah, that this you're week. Yeah, r- running through your show. Yeah, filming, yeah. filming uh, Muddle Class next week at the Stockport Plaza. Nice. Uh, for a TV special, so yeah, so I've got to try and relearn, Fancy. relearn it. Uh, cause I've not done it for a few months. It's quite weird relearning because you've got to watch you. I've got to watch it because I filmed it a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, and I guess you've got to get all those little ticks that you were like, oh yeah, and then yeah, I made that the, face there, didn't I? The little bits, yeah. yeah so yeah. it's kind of weird. Um, and also, what's weird is watching yourself back saying jokes that you don't remember because, of course, you think they're hilarious. <laughs> 
So you sat there laughing at you <laughs> telling jokes, which is ridiculous. Yeah, that is. Uh, but I'll give you more details about what uh, t- what platform that will be showing on, so yeah. uh, so you can watch it uh, for free, essentially, at some point in the future. Uh, Tez, you're going on tour. Yes, I am. From September to Christmas, uh, all over the country. TezIlyas.com for tickets. Only iPhone and Samsung phones allowed in the venue. Yes, no Huawei phones. (laughs) He's got a bit of Or or leave them locked up outside (laughs) in in a bush. Yeah. Uh, So, absolutely. I mean, I know I have to recommend everybody who comes on this show to go, but if you're going to see one comic this year, make sure it's Tez Ilyas. He's absolutely fantastic. Mainly because I'm on tour next year, so I feel like I've not done myself out of a ticket sale uh, <laughs> but Tez is on tour later on this year you can follow him on social media and it's, they're all Tez Ilias aren't they at Tez Ilias for on everything on them all so make sure you do that uh, best of luck with everything thank you man thank oh. you so much for having me I've had an absolute blast you can go back to bed now oh, yeah but also there's a there's a smugness about being up at this time yeah I could go to church you could go to church if I you want to. but I could no you could if you want yeah. Is it, when when do, you, do you go to your uh, to mosques? We generally do. It's uh, not Sunday morning, though, is it? No, it's Friday early afternoon. Oh, you've nailed it there. Yeah. That's one nil Muslims. Yeah, we can definitely get up for then. Yeah, that's but all I mean, right. Sometimes I struggle. <laughs> 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 Have a lovely week, whatever you're up to. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. First and last is available on iPlayer as well. Now make sure you get that watched if you can. There's five episodes on there. And I will see you same time, same place next week on Absolute Radio.